Five by five at the movies. Five by five at the movies. We like watching movies. Now listen to the show. This episode is brought to you by Fire. I'm just kidding. It's uh, not, it's, no, we don't have any fucking ads. <laughs> Hi, Dan. How are you? Thank you. Do you know what episode it is? I do. It's episode 69. Yeah. Which will be the theme <laughs> going forward. Because one of our stories has much to do with the number 69. Oh, and, does it? Yeah, our last story. So I'll bring that up later. But first, all right, let's do some house cleaning. Foreshadowing. Do the mailbag. <laughs> Mailbag. There's no goddamn mail. <laughs> of course there is. <laughs> right here where we are in the charts. Uh-huh. Definitely not on the charts anymore. Uh. <laughs> we were charting for a really long time and our numbers didn't go down. I guess everybody else's went up. I don't yeah. know what happens. I don't know. You want to hear the reviews? <laughs> yes. We have a new review. Yeah. Not only do we have a new review, it is our most coherent review. <laughs> yeah. It's well thought out. It's not one from one of our blood relatives. It's not a blood relative. <laughs> it's not T-Factory going there. I left you a goddamn review. Yeah. Let's talk <laughs> about um, Brian56. Oh, I'm so excited for this. All right. Brian56 left us a review and a rating. Five stars. Yeah. I'm not sure where he got those five stars from, though, because we're going to read this. <laughs> this review is entitled, They Don't Even Go to Any Movies. <laughs> <laughs> I like Keith and Dan's chemistry. I've come to really like Dan's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you did it. I've come to really like Dan's. Yeah. To cool announcements. I don't yeah. even notice you doing that because we've known each other for so long. That means if we had like podcast t-shirts, it would just be like, yeah. yeah. Dan. But Keith's negativity and lack of depth <laughs> of the headline topics wears thin. <laughs> That's the only thing anyone's ever said it's thin about me. Uh, he's joked that the real title should be quickly unresearched opinion of headlines and announcements. <laughs> True. But I wish they'd go a little deeper sometimes. Also, all caps, for a podcast called At The Movies, I don't think I've heard about a single movie going experience, all caps, either as head. I can tell they like movies, but I don't know if they go to movies. <laughs> I, I, I guess we, we don't really do that many, like, full-on, hey, we just saw this, here's a review. Right. Yeah. I we did. kind of do one for, like, Captain Marvel. I did enjoy... <laughs> The interview they did with Thomas Ian Nicholas Keith yeah. did last year. Friend of the show. Yeah, friend of the show. Close personal friend. I grew up on both Rookie of the Year and American Pie and went and saw him perform an acoustic set at a local bar. Hey. If not for that recent interview on the show, he'd probably not been somewhere in my mind and I would never have seen this cool live show. Hey, nice. All right, Brian. <laughs> Brian, I'm going to tell you where you could stick your review. <laughs> Right in our inbox, because yeah. I appreciate you, and I appreciate this well-thought-out review. I'm glad that someone's listening to the show. Hell I mean, yeah. I know there's thousands of people. I'm so glad that somebody cares enough to write this out, because this is like three paragraphs long. That's fantastic. Yeah, so Brian, thank, thank you. you. Uh, I will work on my negativity. Yeah. Dan will say yeah more often. Yeah, I will. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I've meticulously researched all the... The title say, and although I have not gone to the movies today, yeah, I am hosting a screening of Uncut Gems tomorrow. Yes, yes, at a movie yes. theater we're friends with. It's a feast too. the yeah. The theater serves food and drink, and they're they're for the first time making Jewish food. 
and serving <laughs> three courses with drink pairings. So I will report back for you, Brian. 56. Hell yeah. I wonder what happened to the first 55 Brian's. <laughs> he, he killed them. He killed, yeah, he killed them and took their power. There can only be one. And thank you for the five-star review. Uh, also, yeah, thank you. Uh, incidentally, I took a screenshot of this an hour ago and sent it to Thomas. <laughs> and Thomas Ian Nicholas, uh, your buddy, sends back the following. A rock hand symbol. Hell yeah. A tongue out and another rock hand symbol. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Thomas Ian Nicholas, yeah. close personal friend. That's awesome. Yeah. So anyway, Brian, Thomas has seen your review. Next time you see him, you can bring it up. He's awesome. very happy. Making connections. Yeah, I like it. That made me really happy of everything. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, thanks, Brian. Now, if you want us to dote over your review for all the other listeners, fucking write one. <laughs> and we'll dissect it at length. Yep. All right, never mind. Positivity. I love everyone. <laughs> Everything's great. Yes. There's so much originality in Hollywood. <laughs> <clears throat> Into the news. <laughs> what's, what's your first story? <laughs> My first story is about the Mega Man movie, which I didn't even know was happening. Oh, but me apparently neither. they've been trying to make a Mega Man movie for a really long time. Okay, and makes Fox sense. was courting the rights for years. Oh, and then they got them. Okay. So now Disney has it. <laughs> so Fox handed them over to just Disney. Just in time. So and and they're like they're green lighting it. So the Mega Man movie is happening and has a writer, the okay. man that co-wrote the Batman. His name is Matt Tomlin. Oh, okay, so wrote it was with this, Matt Reeves. Okay, so this is the original, or is this not the Batfleck? The Batman no, version, the or one this that, is the this one is that's actually being made. The one that's being made. Okay. So the writer of the Batman with the R Pats. Gotcha. Robat uh, Bat and Bat. Yeah, that guy <laughs> is going to be is in the process of writing the Mega Man movie. It is unclear whether or not it will be CG or live action. Okay. However, my prediction is if it's CGI, we'll all bitch about it, and then they'll re-release <laughs> it just like Sonic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or if it's live action, it's gonna look. Uh, very Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle-ish, like the new ones, like, okay. or like Transformers. Like, they're going to make oh, it super yeah, modernized. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to look like Mega Man. Yeah. That's my Yeah, theory. I kind of almost wish it, it's just like, just go full, full CG. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, it makes sense. I feel like we're scraping that, the bottom of the barrel. Universe. Yeah. As far as nostalgia. Like, we glowing don't need... bubbles of plasma and things sure. that, like, would make way more sense in context as, like, a fully animated feature. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, They're gonna have to do it real Men in Blackish. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Not yeah, to be yeah. too negative. <laughs> <laughs> Look it out for you, Brian. Next piece of news. Uh, mean Girls. Uh-huh. Is going to be rebooted. Of course. But not in the way you think. Okay. So, Mean Girls the musical now has won 12 Tonys. Oh, shit. Okay. And is going to be made into a movie. All right. So, everyone's uh, theorizing it will be called Mean Girls, colon, the musical, colon, the movie. The movie. <laughs> which would make me happy. Tina Fey is, wrote original Mean Girls. Okay. It was yeah, produced yeah. by Lauren Michaels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the musical was also written by Tina Fey and her husband is a composer and he did the songs and oh, they brought in okay. a lyricist. All these people are going to make the musical the movie. That's awesome. So yeah. it's literally, so it's a movie based on a play based on a, on a movie, but yes. has like the same creator throughout all of the projects. Same creator throughout the whole thing. That's Almost awesome. the same story. Yeah. Mean Girls the musical has more like updated 
uh, cliques and like more oh, okay, up- yeah, relationships, yeah. more Gen Z and millennial yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's so not it's like, like not to be like, oh my god, someone's gay! Like... How weird in a musical. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know? <laughs> Now it's like it's a little fresh show. It won't be like a direct adaptation of Mean Girls with songs, but like a more modern version. Okay, and this I like. Yeah, <laughs> this is like okay. This is a good reason to reboot. Yeah, because I like musicals. Yeah, and like it's, and it's, yeah. It's not even necessarily sort of reboot. It's like a reimagining. Yeah, like a porno. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. I, you said it was uh, Tina Fey. Yeah, it's yeah. I love and I would like everything to see she the does, only so. <laughs> character from the Mean Girls the movie and to the musical the movie to be Tina Fey who plays one of the teachers. Yeah, that's what I want to see. Or Lindsay Lohan plays a teacher. Oh, as God. opposed to yeah, the lead. She doesn't even go here. I quote Mean Girls a lot. Yes, <laughs> like, you do. It's, it's very weird. So there's that, and I have a burn book. Yeah. All sorts of shit at work. If that ever comes out, I'm so fired. <laughs> Another reboot. Yeah. Anaconda. <laughs> no shit. Starring J Lo and Ice T is oh getting a reboot God. in the style of The Meg. Okay. So it's like deep sea. And I think the reason they keep saying the style of The Meg is I think we're going to see a whole <laughs> universe of sea monsters where eventually they're going to fight. Oh my God. But Giant yeah. Anaconda. Uh, it is being written by Evan Doherty, who has uh, previously mentioned that shitty Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, the newer ones. He wrote those. He wrote okay. Divergent. I, I actually I did like the the second oh, new uh, Ninja Turtles. because <laughs> <laughs> no, it felt more like a like a live action version of the '90s cartoon. Okay, that's good. I'll take that. Yeah. He also wrote. Uh, Snow White and the Huntsman and the modern Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider movie. So okay. he's got a lot of stuff under the belt. It's it sounds like it's it's right for him to yeah be making the reboot of Anaconda. Yeah, I want Jason Statham to show up. Oh and yeah, and instead I'd be like, it's a Meg. I want to be like, it's an Anaconda. And like, that's the yeah, yeah, yeah the one through through all these movies that Jason Statham <laughs> keeps showing up and expositionally saying what the thing is. <laughs> that's what I want. Are they just like? Like FaceTime him. <laughs> yeah, he's just there. <laughs> just get him. Like one day they throw just a green sheet behind him and just shoot, shoot his head. And sure. Stick him in the movie. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm fine with that. That's yeah. great. Uh, because Brian wanted to see a little more in depth in our recording, <laughs> I went and found some a, a very interesting factoid about Anaconda. Yeah. The Anaconda, the original movie, was nominated for six Razzies the year it came out, <laughs> including Worst Picture, and even failed to win a Razzie. <laughs> it even failed there. But it was a, a success monetarily. You know, tripled yeah. its budget back. I saw it. I saw it. Everyone saw it. I can't tell you the uh, the plot other than there's a big snake. Yeah, I just remember it was a uh, John Voight gets eaten. John Voight gets eaten. That's right. Yep. Uh, who else? Oh, they get like spat back up later in the movie. I don't remember. Uh, yeah, the big snake. It's been a minute. Uh, Disney's live action of Pinocchio is moving forward. Okay. There is so many news about so many live action that I picked one because I cared yeah. about it. Because I, I really don't care about any of these. Yeah. Like, I'm, like each one's been more disappointing. Like, it takes a lot to make me hate Emma Watson and Beauty and the Beast did it. Which, hey, Brian, I went and saw at the movies. I did. Uh, <laughs> I saw it. Not except I love Josh Gadden. I, I, I haven't seen garbage. a single one of these um, live action reboots of animated classics from Disney. Yep. 
so d- it's Pinocchio. The reason I care is because it is being co-written and directed by Robert Zemeckis. Oh, okay. Who did Back to the Future. Yeah. But And also Polar Express, but we don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anything he does, like, I'm, I'm sold to give a, a fresh try at. Yeah. And, you know, they could do Pinocchio the right way. They can make it dark as long as they don't go Burton-ish on it. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, it's still Disney. They're not going to go full, like, Tim Burton, like they did with tales. Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. I think that there's a potential for them to do it. And I just, I want to see that weird him turning into a donkey shit. Like, yeah, that's what I, I want. I want Pinocchio to get real. <laughs> like, just like he wants. Cause he wants Do to be I a real a boy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, let's, let's, let's it's really get into this. Existential crisis Pinocchio. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. And very much the Star Trek data. <laughs> Are you real? Are you a thing? Just like a body horror of all of the other boys turning into donkeys. Oh, yeah. Like. 100%. <laughs> if memory recalls, they're swallowed by a whale at some point. Yep. And now... Yeah, I, that's right. There's like Jonah and the whale in there for yep. like no reason. And now, uh, diving <laughs> deeper into my research for Brian, I learned uh, what would happen if you were actually swallowed by a blue whale, which is the only whale with the mouth big enough to really swallow you that you wouldn't immediately suffocate. Word. Is that you would not get down its throat. Because the oh. throat is very small. The throat's only the size of a bowling ball. Uh, yeah, I guess because they just eat like krill, yeah, shit. Like, little yeah. things. Yeah. Uh, now, if you were somehow swallowed by like a humpback that could swallow you, but you, if you managed to not suffocate, let's say you had like a like a like a tank on, yeah, like an oxygen tank, then you would be burned alive by the stomach acids <laughs> very quickly. Gross. And that's for you, Brian. <laughs> so if you get swallowed by a blue whale. It wouldn't fit in. Would it coat you in ambergris and spit you back out? And then you, you would, you'd be a millionaire. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure if it works that way. Cause I think you'd kind of be like brought in through the, the whiskers, the mouth guard, yeah. like the, like the strands. I think you'd just kind of be stuck in there and like this foul smelling drown. You, well, yeah. Like you take in <laughs> is, water, but then it would like a real out. life Sarlacc pit. <laughs> kind of, but I have to imagine like there'd be stuff to eat. That's true. <laughs> Taking okay. a fish and stuff. Just eating its food. Yeah. You're just, yeah, you're you like basically the, you're a, a human parasite. tail. Yeah, you're like a tapeworm. Yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Yeah. A tapeworm here. So, yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah. There's a giant you get real bored. Tailor. There's no light in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> pitch black. I mean, your phone's going to run out of battery real quick. <laughs> Sarlacc pit. That's funny. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Boba Fett still in there. Speaking of Star Wars, <laughs> off on a tangent, did you see the new SNL uh, Adam um, Driver skit? No, I haven't. It's but I real love good. his undercover boss Kylo Ren yeah, from the that, last time he was. That's on. what this is. They did a new one. Yeah, it's like a, oh it's like fuck revisiting as a brand new one, and it yeah, it's dark oh, and wonderful. Yeah, everyone go. Like, I'm not the biggest SNL fan anymore, but. Yeah. And also, cool, th- off a tangent, but his beginning monologue was funny, but also kind of weird because he was just stalling for time. Oh. And he made this tongue-in-cheek statement, which is true, that they had 
planned a skit for the end of the show that he felt was very transphobic and questionable. Oh. That he didn't want to do. So he stalled during his monologue so they wouldn't have time to do the skit. He kept looking at his watch because he knew how much time he would have to do. That's amazing. Like, you do not fuck with Adam Driver. He'll leave (laughs) a studio. Yeah. He's like, oh, what's it about four minutes long? Oh, I'm going to go four minutes long up top. (laughs) Like, I want to have lunch with Adam Driver so bad and just I feel like he's entering Keanu territory for me yeah which is funny because everyone says Adam Driver looks like if you tried to draw Keanu Roos from memory you get Adam Driver but I think they're kind of two peas in the same pod I like it I wouldn't be surprised if you go back and they share some DNA anyway go look at that Star Wars the undercover boss it could be like John Wick's long lost kid I would love that <laughs> yeah step uh, not step brother but like a half brother yeah somewhere in there put him in a John Wick yeah uh, so there have been all these leaked pictures of the Batman filming that apparently are just principal photography like none oh. of it has anything to do with the actual filming uh, Matt Reeves just confirmed they hit the clacker for the first time now they're doing it so all these leaked okay. images of Colin Farrell as quote unquote the penguin yeah. aren't real and he's not actually in his penguin outfit that's just what Colin Farrell looks like he just has a mustache <laughs> and wears suits oh. <laughs> so penguin might not even be the Colin Farrell pictures that are leaked oh he that's hilarious that's just what location. he looks like in between movies because he doesn't sure. want to shave <laughs> right yeah I'm like that's probably the best way to not get recognized is that a great woolly yeah. mustache yeah oh that's fantastic so that has officially started uh absolutely confirmed Paul Dano Riddler Zoe Kravitz Catwoman Colin Farrell Penguin Peter Skarsgård who played it yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pennywise uh, previously reported to be Two-Face Harvey Dent but yeah, he's yeah. not he's gonna be a regular Gotham DA okay so apparently that's one of the only people they're not introducing in this movie yeah, yeah. so that's happening alright that's cool there's a what they say is leaked art may or not be true but looks like mm. all his suits are gonna be very tech heavy Okay. Like more Iron Man-ish, which makes sense to me. Yeah, it makes sense. He's supposed to be like the younger. They're they're sort of leaning into the more like world's greatest detective kind sure. of side of him, where it's like he's not uh, superhuman. He just yeah. has money that can buy gadgets and armor and things. <laughs> what are your superpowers again? I'm rich. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lean that, into that. That. Uh, <laughs> the Transformers camp is being very coy with the movies they're putting out. Okay. But there are yeah. two in the works. Yeah. One is none of this is confirmed. These are all leaks and like speculation or Ooh. things that people hear. One is presumably a Bumblebee spinoff. Now I okay. didn't see the Bumblebee movie. Yeah, me neither. Because I don't, apparently I, I, yeah, never go to the been, movies. Do I? Ryan? Yeah. Uh, I heard it's good, but I've just been burned by too many right. bad ones. After the last night, was that what yeah. it's called? The, uh, that yes, last one I saw. The, I can't remember. The King Arthur one. Yeah. Which, for no goddamn reason, to put King Arthur in a Transformers Which is the same movie. way I feel about the new Hellboy movie. There's no goddamn reason. <laughs> yeah. Stop putting King Arthur yeah, in shit. we get it. It's free IP. <laughs> yeah, that. Stop. Stop making King Arthur movies. <laughs> so, Bumblebee. Uh, so, apparently, there's some character or Autobot in Bumblebee that they're doing a spinoff of, which Bumblebee's already a spinoff of Transformers. Yeah. And the second one I could not be more excited about is Beast Wars. Yeah, you were telling me about this earlier. If you don't know what Beast Wars is I feel bad for you growing up in the early aughts in high school <laughs> watching right before Dan picks me up to go to school 
<laughs> in your little pink Ford Escort, uh, trying to it squeeze it. It was candy in. red. It was not candy red, you piece of shit. That's what it you said had in the manual. I'm sure it started off as candy red, but years of sun turned your car pink, my dude. You had a little pink Escort. Uh, <laughs> I loved that car. That was my first car. It was a great car. Yeah. That's the, that's the only car of yours that you've ever had that I haven't smashed in one way or the other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you, but uh, well, in the morning, done the new one yet? Uh, I didn't tell you about that. Uh, <laughs> don't don't look at your muffler. Uh, so the before school, I would put this in, and basically it was a Transformers sequel yeah. that's based thousands of years after the regular Transformers. Yes, they've all left Cybertron, and the descendants of the Autobots are called. Uh, um, Oh my god! Why they? I just looked this up for Brian too. Damn it! Hold on, now I gotta pull it up. The the Decepticons are now called Predacons. Okay, I vaguely remember that. Beast Wars. I have to look this up for Brian. Hold on. Beast Wars Transformers. Mac Maximal. Hold on. I, I'm gonna get this. I have this. I'm kind of right. shocked with your your uh, Maximals. Brain, yeah, your brain's ability to to hold on to like I know minutia. Of well, I know a lot of minutia details. about this. So, hold on, let me get, so yeah. the, the Autobots are called Maximals. Okay. That led by Optimus Primal, and they all become mammals of some sort. He becomes a gorilla. There's a cheetah. There's a rat. And then the Predacons, which are the the, the descendants of the one of them's like a saber toothed tiger. That's I, I, that's Cheetor. Okay, yeah, I, I have like vague memories of the show. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, and then the the evil ones. There, there's a Megatron, but he's just the descendant of the original Megatron. He's not actual Megatron. Okay, he's just the namesake of. And his number one, who is like the star scream, quote unquote, of the movie, is called Dinobot. Which his name is Dinobot before they crash land on what we find out later is Earth and before they become a dinosaur. Yeah. Because he's a, a Megatron's a T Rex, Dinobot's a Raptor. Before he gets to be a dinosaur, his name is Dinobot, which I feel is a little bullshitty. <laughs> and Rat Trap is a rat. But we're not going to do I'm not going to pick apart the children's cartoon that was CGI. Yeah. Uh, but he just made to sell toys. So they're, they're yeah. his, the, like the. Basically, the the second in command of the Predacons defects very early, okay. and uh, is one of the good guys. And that's like an ongoing story arc. Is like whose side is he really on? And it's, uh, okay, it's really good. instead of saying Autobots uh, roll yeah, out double agent, triple agent, like yeah, yeah okay. They say you know like uh, they say things that are like very like in the like jungly like <laughs> beast mode and shit like that. And, the, the Predacons all go terrorize and they turn into their robot forms. And it's, I mean, it's ridiculous. But I want to say that. And then I saw someone tweet about how, like, imagine this trailer that's live action and, like, it's just a jungle. And then you see a raptor go by and you think it's Jurassic World and then it fades to black and you just hear terrorize. Uh, and that's what I fucking want. Like, if we're going to go silly with these Transformers movies, let's fucking go for it. Yeah, just lean into it. I'm down. <laughs> Speaking of silly bullshit, <laughs> Fast and the Furious Nine <laughs> yeah. has a still making them. Has a uh, poster. Has a teaser. Trailer comes out on Friday. Uh, this one is just called F Nine. F Nine, and then under F Nine it says the Fast Saga, oh, God. which is what they're referring to. The whole thing is down the Fast Saga. Just oh, like the Skywalker God. saga. Yeah, I was gonna say because that one's got nine movies. So if, if you're at the, the ninth movie, saga. it's 
officially a saga. No, I didn't see Fate of the Furious because I didn't care. <laughs> no. And as Brian has previously pointed out, I don't go to the movies. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I think I pretty much haven't seen any of the Fast and Furious movies that people actually like. Sure. I th- I- I've seen like the first four. Right. <laughs> like, I like gave Drift. up after that. <laughs> uh, I saw... Uh, the same show where I did the pints and PowerPoints where I talked about ETB in the middle of the movie. Someone did a <laughs> dissertation on the naming of the fast movies in American yes. and Eng- uh, American in English and Chinese. And in Chinese, they're fucking real wackadoo. Oh, man. But I mean, they're, they're bad here. Now this one's just called F9 because they just gave up. Uh, like, yeah, I'm imagining them like in the marketing meeting with a whiteboard and they're like, Fast 9, Furious 9. What do these things have in common? Somebody just walks up to the whiteboard and swipes away the other letters like F9. Uh, See, I think it was the working title before they picked out the title and just said, fuck it. We'll just keep it. (laughs) Good enough. Because everything already had marked F9. That's just what we'll call it. We've used both Fast and Furious every way we can think of. Yeah. Uh, I watched a teaser. It's basically the two main characters dom and letty uh, are now like supposedly retired after the last one raising a child and uh, presumably get sucked back into the world of fast cars yes, as i happens. would hope as happens high stakes dvd sales oh that's funny <laughs> like that uh lethal weapon five is a thing <laughs> oh is it uh much to the chagrin <laughs> of all it's always sunny in philadelphia fans <laughs> yeah. it will not be made by mac charlie and uh. dennis <laughs> Uh, but not only are they making Lethal Weapon 5, Shane Black, the writer of the first two, is writing it. Okay. Richard Donner, the director of all four, all right. is directing, and Danny Glover and Mel Gibson are both coming back. Okay. Uh, after previously both saying they would never do another one, <laughs> Yeah. I'm guessing they need the money. Yep. And I have mixed feelings about seeing Mel Gibson in movies now. Yeah. Because I know he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Not to be negative. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the and it goes back to that um, debate we always have. Like, can you separate yeah, the artist from that's the exactly art? Exactly what I was about to say. And it's like I don't know if I can with him. Right. Yeah. You know, it's like I I wouldn't go see a Woody Allen movie. No. So like, can I go? And although it's not a Mel Gibson movie, he's in it. Do I want to support anything Mel Gibson's doing right now? Yeah. Which is a bummer because Braveheart yeah, fucking slaps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I want to watch Braveheart, but I'm not gonna watch Braveheart. Yeah. And it's not like the. Um... That uh, comedy that uh, Mel Gibson was recently in where he was, like, somebody's dad. Like, he's not an ancillary character. He's, like, basically yeah, your main 50, character. 50, yeah. yeah. It's him and da- Danny Glover. I love Danny I'll, Glover. Yeah, I'll watch Danny Glover in anything. But, oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, if you've got thoughts, email us or review us and tell us if you can separate the artist from the art. Because I'd like to know. Yeah. What do you, the listener, think? Brian, what do you think? Brian, write us back. <laughs> <laughs> I would love for you to Start just be a, a character. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I want to know what's happening with Brian every episode. Yeah. Just write in. Do her weekly check-in with Brian. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Ooh. If, any, if, you know, if anybody out there wants a column on our podcast, <laughs> yeah. let us know. We'll, we'll put you in here. Uh, so last week, uh, I was talking about how they were making jokes about fanboys, too. Yes. Uh, so Adam Goldberg was tweeting <laughs> about how now they're having meetings about it. Uh, yeah. Which, you know, again, separating artists from art, I'm not sure how I feel about Ernie Klein. Yeah. But we're, we don't got to go into that publicly. Yep. <laughs> um, but Dan Fogler also got into the tweet. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. And he's like, now he's kind of like the biggest star to come out of that movie. Yeah. 
you know, including including Kristen Bell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, like, I want to see anything with Dan Fogler in it. Like, anything. I think he's so funny. Again, he's my favorite part of that movie. Yeah. He's just physical comedy. Everything he does is great. So now I'm kind of intrigued. But it yeah. looks like there might be a Fanboys too where they try and steal the Snyder Cut. <laughs> that might actually happen. Now you're ready for something that's really going to blow your mind? Yes. I have a piece of news this week uh-huh. that is neither reboot nor sequel no. nor intellectual property that already exists. Really? The only original piece of news I have. What do you got for okay, me? So The Lonely Island made a movie. Yes. Again. <laughs> as, as they are wont to do. Called Palm Springs. And, <laughs> you know, Hot Rod yes. is a fucking masterpiece of modern it's cinema. It's so fucking good. It came out before its time. Yeah. Had it come out a couple years later, I think the neo-dadaism of it would have been more well-receptive. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was financially a failure. Yeah. Pop star, Never Stop, Never Stopping. I fucking love that movie. Love that movie. Not respect it in its time. But these movies have gone on to be... Uh, cult classics yes. and beloved by people yeah, yeah, but yeah. monetarily very disappointing yeah. so they're like we're not gonna go through a studio this time uh, they all sunk like the director the writer everyone in Lonely Island they all put their money in they spent 85 million dollars making this Holy movie shit uh, this dude's got some money <laughs> sure do dick in a box royalties <laughs> think about yeah. that uh, so they made this movie, put it at Sundance, and it broke the record for being bought at Sundance. Yeah. The previous record is seventeen point five million uh, <laughs> for the distribution rights for a movie for Birth of a Nation. I did okay. All this. I looked this up for Brian. <clears throat> <laughs> and this movie sold for seventeen point five million and sixty nine cents. Oh, that's hilarious. Yes. Yes, it is. Which all swings back to our 69 episode, which means whoever bought it uh, likes dick jokes and funny sex puns. And it was bought by our friends at Neon. And (laughs) Neon uh, Distribution and Hulu both, which I'm not sure how that's going to work. Yeah, it's weird. It's like, so Hulu is two thirds owned by Disney. Yeah. Mega Corporation. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and then neon which is like very new independent sure but all of neon's films are on hulu too okay so maybe so, it's just a general partnership between them right so i'm not i'm not really sure how that side of the business works it got nothing to do with it but good for neon yeah good for hulu uh this movie is apparently in the and like everyone's trying to not spoil it, which makes me like it's so well received at Sundance, and everyone's just telling everyone else to shut up about it. Yeah, but it's apparently in the vein of Groundhog Day, where okay, where there is a a young lady who is stuck at a wedding, and one of the other guests is Andy Samberg, and they have some weird adventure <laughs> together. But like in the vein of Groundhog Day or Live Die Repeat, they're repeating the same things over and over again. I'm for it. Yeah, whatever they put out, I'm going to watch. I love all of those movies. I would love to see one financially viable movie come out. <laughs> yeah, right? Of them, just yeah, for them to make their money. they've done so many that, like, flew under the radar. There was, like, the, um, the, uh, they did a couple of, like, HBO sports documentary style, did like, they? spoofs. There was one about, about uh, they were, like, a, Andy Samberg is a tennis player. I think it's, like, a battle of the sexes kind of, uh, play on that. Sure. Um, and then there was another one that was about, um, like, the Tour de France, like, bicycle racing. Oh. It's really funny. It's, yeah, check those out. Um, 
And Andy also Samberg go back and watch Hot gold. Rod again. Hot <laughs> yeah. Rod's so good. Danny McBride. Yeah, yeah uh. I was just watching a. Uh, uh, there's a stunt guy is like React um, YouTube series. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Apparently, oh, in, I love that shit. Yeah, and yeah. in, uh, in Hot Rod, uh, one of the first stunts that you see him try to do is like go up a ramp on a like a bike and try to jump over like this little like a, a small truck or a trailer or yeah, something, sure. and then there's a in ramp the on the other side. Well, he, the bike hits the car that he's trying to jump. He flies over it, hits the other ramp on yeah. the other side. Mm-hmm. That was a fuck up. Oh. The, he was just supposed to hit the car and fall first. Oh, but the stunt guy who was doing it went too high Sweet. and flew over. And I think he like broke a leg or something. Oh, that's sad. And that's like kind of awesome. One of the rules, or not really, you know, rule, but one of the sort of things that they like to do is if a stunt guy gets hurt in a take, you use that take. That makes sense. And they're like, it's too good, and we got to honor the stunt guy for literally putting his body on the line for this movie. And that's why that that take happened. Hundred percent. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. So think about that next time you watch it. That dude literally got fucked up. I found this bag of fireworks. Would you like to set them off? (laughs) God, I love that movie. That's all my news for this week. The gag at the end where he's just rolling down a mountain for like five minutes. Sure. Not an injury. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Well, human bodies are weird. (laughs) You know, like I've uh, I've done some some, a little bit of pro wrestling (laughs) in the the last year, uh, but then I rolled my ankle. You know, walking in the driveway. (laughs) Yep. So bodies are weird. That's it for this week. Uh, you want to add anything? Um, uh, I just watched the uh, there was a new Bloodshot trailer. Yeah, we talked about out. that. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks real good. This one they show him, like good. just with like a grenade blowing up in his arm that blows him apart and yep. he comes back together. It looks real cool. I fucking want it. Yeah, it looks awesome. All right. Well, just another heartfelt thank you to Brian56. Yeah, thank you for writing in. Uh, You're going to be an ongoing joke on this podcast for a while, Brian. (laughs) Uh, So I would like you to email us in. It's 5x5film at gmail.com. Just let us know what's going on with you every once in a while. Yeah. T-Factory doesn't talk to us us anymore. Let us know to stop. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you're feeling singled out, you don't like this a bit, Brian, we'll we'll cut it. Yeah. Whatever you want. We just care about your comfort zone. Yeah. I'm gonna try and be more positive. We're gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna movies tomorrow. I'm gonna watch Uncut Gems. Yeah, I'll report back for you. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Thank you, Dan Richardson, for being our co-host. Mm-hmm. Thank you, everyone listening, especially Brian Fifty Six. Please review us on <laughs> iTunes, like him if you're so inclined. Also, thank you, Hashi, for being a good boy. He's in the room the whole wasn't time. Coughing. Not a single cough from the dog. Good boy. He got extra meds today. Maybe that's what it is. Ooh, there you go. Email us at five by five. That's the number five. The word five. <laughs> the number five. The word by. The number five. Fuck damn. <laughs> 5 by 5 film at gmail.com with any questions, concerns, or criticisms. Find us on Facebook at 5 by 5 at the movies. Also, find me on the other podcast yes. from 5 by 5 the Picard, if you're watching the Picard TV show. It is good. I enjoyed not only uh, the Picard show, but also the, the podcast. podcast. Yeah. Uh, we are higher rated as a podcast than the Picard is right now, so yeah. I'm pretty happy about that. Uh, thank you, Dan Benjamin, Hattie Cook, the entire 5x5 network. We'll see you next week with another 5x5 of the movies and hopefully an update from Brian56. Woo! Roll, Roll credits. credits.